giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. And welcome to episode 253 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I am Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right. Today is Sunday, January the 29th, 2017, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv, where you can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. So no Foxy today, and Roger Brown, I imagine, is just, you know, neck deep in uh, Nighthold Mythic right now <laughs> in uh, participating in the Race for World First. So we w- we wish them luck. And in fact, uh, I know I have it here somewhere in the notes. We might as well, we can just lead off with that. As a matter of fact, I think what, there's like several few guilds that are stuck at 7 at 10 for Nighthold Mythic. And I think there are four guilds as of today that are Eight of ten, method being one of them, uh, Serenity, and then I don't know a couple of Russian guilds, which I have no idea how to pronounce. Although I Exorcist think and Fusion, Fusion, okay. Which I don't know. One of them sounds familiar. I'm not sure about the the other one there. I'm not sure if I've heard of Fusion before, but Exorcist, I think they've been around, right? Yeah, and a lot of people will know them from their uh, raiding mod or add-on uh, Exorcist raid tools. Is a pretty popular one, or at least it was the last expansion. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I don't use that. Um, I don't know, do you use it or any, or Bendek, do you use that? I use, uh, what do I use? Uh, not DBM, the other one, Big Wigs. Yeah, it's uh, more than that, or it doesn't replace Big Wigs or DBM, it's uh, different things. I think it was really popular on a few fights that had, I don't know, some kind of odd movement requirements. Or kind of dances where it would tell you which way to go or plan out with your raid beforehand where to go. What what kind of different things like um, pathing or? Well, I don't know if you remember. It's <laughs> kind of weird for raid talk right now, but there was a Finnak yield. I don't know the name of the bosses anymore, but there was a boss where uh, on Mythic you had to, there a bunch of little uh, swirlies would appear on the ground and everybody had to soak one. Uh, and you wanted to kind of make a specific path so you could get back and forth. It was a big rock-looking creature. Cromog? Yeah, Cromog. Yeah. That must be it. Um, so it would tell you know it would assign everybody a number and then give them a little arrow as to where to go. Stuff like that mm-hmm. that I don't think you're allowed to do in game anymore. Blizzard took away that capability at the beginning of Legion. Yeah, they took away that. What else? Anything that was sort of like had to do with like positioning, right? I think they yeah. finally decided to disable that. Like your range mods and things like that don't work quite the same as as, as they did before. Yeah, so the I, range mods are now a hundred percent reliant on the um, your abilities. Mm-hmm. So you can see within you're within a range of whatever abilities you have, because an add-on has access to what abilities are able to be cast right now. Right. And that's the extent of it. But so far, so good. And this is what this is what coming to the end of the first week of of Mythic. I think a lot of us thought they might. This might not be too difficult. That 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 they might that it might actually be over uh, at this point in time. But it doesn't look like it's going to end uh, during this first reset. I mean, possibly, but uh, 
I don't know. I mean, it looks. What do we think? Like the big hurdles are what the star auger and the magistrix are the ones that people are banging their heads on right now. Well, Serenity's been on magistrix for two days now, I think, or mm -hmm. going on two days. So it's obviously a big hurdle too. And star auger that took some guilds three days or four days. Okay. Yeah, like I think Method just got that one today, and obviously we're looking at uh, magistrix now. I guess. <clears throat> And I haven't progressed that far into it. I mean, it, it um, so I don't know when it starts to sort of become linear in that, you know, you have to go after. Um, obviously, Gul'dan is, 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 is last, but I'm not sure where the others sort of fall in between that. Like, could you go? Well, I but guess Magistrix is, is I, and Magistrix and Gul'dan are the last two. So, right, you can, you kind of have to pick, you can pick and choose up to that point. And then you got to get through Magistrix, I guess, to get to Gul'dan. Yeah, I think the first three you do in order, and then the next four you get to choose, and then the last two you do in order again. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah, and I believe what what was it? Tichondrius is the one that sort of defeating him though gives you where you sort of gain access, allows you to gain access to those final two as well. Well, you've got to defeat all five of those to get access to them. Why don't we do this? Let's just go over some of the news and the hot fixes. Then we then we can spend a big, big chunk of time talking about Nighthold uh, in general. Because I think both of you have at least cleared it on normal. I don't know if you started to work on heroic, and then our guild is doing doing pretty well. I mean, we're kind of laid back, but uh, we're making some decent progress in in normal, and should probably get that cleared. Uh, if not this week, then probably the following week. I would imagine. But we did get some hot fixes uh, since the last show, and I think everything's in. I know one of them; they sort of announced the changes, and I think they're all uh, in production or in in the live server, I should say, at this point. But uh, there was just a small change to flanking strike, so you could use it at the correct level, and then uh, they kind of nerfed survival hunters in PvP a little bit: seven and a half, uh, seven point five percent less agility in PvP. Um, so there's some minor things, I guess. And then uh, the other one's for what, for Beast Mastery primarily, the combat experience, uh, which is the pet passive, increases the damage of uh, primary pets by 60%. So that was buffed up by 10%. And they did mention that it would it was primarily aimed at beef, Beast Mastery, uh, but of course it would benefit survival and then marksmanship, I guess, if you're out running with a pet. So how good a change is this? I mean, it just seems like a, you know, is there much to say about it other than just a straight up damage increase uh for your primary pet yeah not much to say it's like a four percent overall buff around there mm -hmm. so it's uh i don't know it's nice to have yeah <laughs> but that not nothing that's gonna i necessarily move thing things uh up the meters all that much but uh yeah. i mean i think it was significant it's surprising how many abilities for bm especially are affected by combat experience so it, it was a it was the right buff i think it was better than just a generic aura that affects every ability i like seeing more specific buffs like this mm -hmm. and it uh multiplies well with mastery for those bm hunters around 100 percent mastery or whatever <laughs> you guys are at i don't know with all this nighthold gear i'm just losing mastery like crazy yeah i'm Ooh, noticing that too as well yeah that uh Mastery seems to be going down a bit. It's a little, what are you little disconcerting. Now, uh, unbuffed, I think, like 85%. Mm 
cut damage. I was closer to 95 before Nighthold. Yeah, I've, uh, since I've been splitting time between survival and marksmanship, I've had to drop a lot of mastery, and it's definitely hurting marksmanship. But it's nice to have the other stats also. Well, how much, I mean, how much are you uh, going back and forth between oh, the Oh, about half time. I haven't, uh, so we we haven't, we didn't start Mythics yet tonight. Hopefully we'll kill Heroic Gul'dan tonight mm-hmm. um, as our last you know, so we're down to only eight and a half hours a week of raiding, um, and we decided to re-clear normal again this week, so it cut down on our heroic time. Uh, but hopefully tonight we'll kill Gul'dan and start Mythics, but, so I've just been switching to try and see what I like getting ready for Mythics. And I still haven't decided. <laughs> I don't know. Both are fun. I think the uh, survival is way more fun of a rotation. It's by far the most interesting and complex rotation for uh, hunters right now. But man, playing melee is not the most fun place to be in. It's just not something I enjoy in general. So I love playing survival around the world. And on the training dummies, I do amazing. And then on uh, a bo- real boss, I like don't realize <laughs> that I'm standing on the wrong direction or I don't know. This whole I can't get used to this idea of standing twenty yards away from the boss and you're in melee. So I stand right where I'm hitting the actual boss's model, and that's mm-hmm. not the right place to stand. I guess. I don't know. Can't you just follow the other melee and, and stick with them? I guess. You no, know, you'd think so. <laughs> but when I'm so used to playing ranged and just not, you know, not standing near anyone unless exactly. we have to stack. Yeah, I'm like that too with ranged, right? You know, I'll stay at range and then I just. Get as far away from everybody as I can, <laughs> you know. Much to my healer's dismay, but uh, yeah, that just seems to be. I, I don't know. I probably struggle a little bit in melee as well. But but you said you're splitting your time between that and in marksmanship. So marksmanship got some uh, changes as well, and I don't know what the full impact of that was. I mean, arcane shot was uh, had its focus gen increased a little bit and from- a multi shot. Yep, and multi-shot as well. And then the Sidewinder's uh, damage was increased by 33%, which seems like a lot. <laughs> uh, but how does that change things at all? You know? uh, I don't really notice it too much. I mean, so every... I don't know how many... You know, I, I suppose I cast 25% less mm-hmm. um, arcane shots or something like that, but you still spam them sometimes, and cast a lot of aim shots so i can't feel the difference when i'm uh playing mm-hmm. it's not like because aim shot is so expensive it's not like now you just cast one arcane shot and then you can keep going it's just a little bit better yeah and then there's also a blue post uh talking about the beast mastery uh two-piece bonus which i guess it doesn't affect uh Dire Frenzy right now, and there was a question about that, and then and, and, and some people were pointing that out, and then uh, to which they replied, they said, agreed, we'll be doing this. Um, they said, I don't have specifics yet, but we'll be adding some sort of effect to the tier 19 two-piece bonus that benefits uh, Dire Frenzy, so, which I guess, would, which is good, although I don't know how, how popular a talent that is over just the regular Dire Beast at this point. I've been mostly just sticking with... Uh, the regular, Stop. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, hopefully they do something to it. That's because right now, once you get the two piece bonus, you're kind of silly to not take stomp. Mm-hmm. Um, because it boosts the stomp damage. But I still, my problem with Dire Frenzy is still the fact that it has the melee range requirement. So, you know, kill command. Even if your pet's 25 yards away, you can still <laughs> cast it. Right. And then your pet will charge in. Dire Frenzy does not have that. And you wouldn't believe how many times, even when like. The, say the boss gets repositioned, mm-hmm. you know, your your pets will turn around and go to the other side of the boss. When they're doing that, sometimes they're not in the range of Dire Frenzy, and it's, like, infuriating. I tried it on some single-target fights, and I was like, no, I can't do this. It is, number, numbers-wise, it is pretty good right now for single-target, but I just, I'm just too frustrated by that, the range requirement. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm finding, too. Um, by the way, that it seems to be more so now than than before that i find myself you know wanting to do more more talent switching <laughs> uh, than i yeah. was perhaps in emerald nightmare though i was mostly marksmanship throughout uh all of emerald nightmare and it was it was pretty pretty static but now with with the different fights i i keep wanting to i'm you know i need to carry a lot burning through a lot more tomes i guess i should say you know than i had been previously just just swapping things out here and there for for the different fights especially you know the more you know going from a heavy aoe fight you know where where things are stacked up or versus where the things are spread out versus you know more single target <laughs> yeah we've definitely in my guild started doing uh between every boss we do one of those whatever the massive tomes are the tome mm-hmm. for everybody i don't know what they're called but somebody puts one out and even between some poles of the same boss we have to put them down because <laughs> so many people are changing talents as we're learning the fights and figuring out what's best i uh it's I don't think I do as marksmanship too much, but with survival, it's in a really weird place where there are so many viable builds. And, you know, and they might not all be the absolute max damage you can do, but if you play them well, they're really good. And so there's so many things you want to try and just see, oh, will this do better for this particular mm-hmm. set of circumstances? Maybe, you know, maybe I want to try this thing. And then you got to hope that your guild's going to wipe a lot on this boss so you can try a bunch of stuff before you get the kill. Right. Well, why don't we talk about Nighthold then in, in some of these specific bosses and in, in what we've seen. Um, and we can just start right at the beginning with with, with Scorperon. And um, I mean, are you doing heroics now, Bendek? Is your guild moved into heroics at this point? Or do you yeah. Kind of... yeah, we started heroics. Did you start out with that base? I, it was my, my question. And I think you said you were just about ready to clear heroic mode, right? Uh, Delirium. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see how tonight goes. Right, right. But the first boss is, is the Scorpion fight, Scorpion, I guess is how you, as you pronounce it. And uh, it's fine. It's a fun fight. I mean, it's a heavy AoE fight. Um, I mean, obviously, Bendit, you and I are both uh, Beast Mastery at this point. So what are you running for that fight, Delirium? Are you survival or marksmanship for that yeah i've mostly done survival has uh more reliable burst aoe uh i mean it has really strong aoe right now the uh options there are great um it is kind of it's hard for me to get used to playing melee on that fight even it's a mm-hmm. really simple fight on heroic and normal there's nothing really to think about and i still <laughs> find myself making mistakes because i just don't know how to play melee well um and often so we've we've been doing these things for our one bm hunter 
um, just to, <laughs> so he can pull, you know, two million mm-hmm. DPS. We'll we'll let him just focus the ads, and our ad tank will keep them kind of far away. So uh-huh. I can't do a lot of cleaving on all of the packs. Like you know, some people, I'm, you know, at this point, even on heroic, it's it's a pretty guaranteed kill um, from the beginning. So we uh, let some people just uh, fall back on the. What's the thing that knocks you back? I, I forget the ability's name, but yes, you know, Shockwave, as you, as you, maybe. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So we let people just fall back on that and get tons <laughs> of ads, and then let the BM hunter just go crazy. Yeah, I was going to say cer- certainly normal. Uh, it's it's not a big deal, but you know, yeah. So as you're fighting him, you know, but chunks of his armor uh, land in different spots of the room, and you're supposed to get behind him or also get knocked back right. and, and spawn ads. And yes, yeah, every time I see someone get knocked back, I just squee a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm just like, yeah. yes, here we go. And I'm surprised you guys, I mean, I can't do it as survival, but you guys could just run back anytime you want and pull a few more ads in if I you're not getting enough yeah. beastly advantage. <laughs> as long as the tank can stay up, I guess there's no problem in padding as much as you want. But I think, Bindak, we were talking about this, and you said you were doing top or close to top single target damage and AoE damage in your guild. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because we had the ads stacked right, right on the boss, but right on the tail. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could say it was padding, but I mean, the ads do have to die. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And as long as I save, like you know, Beast of Wrath for its uh, vulnerability, it's its, yeah, vulnerability. Yeah. Then you can really rack up the single target damage there. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's a fun fight. I'm glad they gave us a really kind of simple one for the beginning that you can just go crazy on it's good yeah and, and it's good for beast mastery as well i mean there's some he drops a bunch of relics uh so that are useful i think a bunch of them a couple of them i think have what like the the kill command uh yeah like there's the a kill, kill command, command. there's kill command there's uh jaws of thunder and this beast mm-hmm. cleveland but you yeah. guys your first two bosses drop your two best trinkets or relics right um, he drops Scorpion drops two of them, and then where's the other one from Starog or Elisand? I think. Oh, yeah, I, th- I think one of them was a little later, but but yeah, he drops two two decent ones early on. So I'm told. I I haven't seen them drop yet, but <laughs> <laughs> I do have three three pieces of tier gear though. Yeah, point. we got that arcane relic that does kill command on mm-hmm. normal as Titan Warforge. So that was a big fight. Between a lot of people. So I think it was 9.15. Can that wow. be right? It was ridiculously yeah. high. 9.15, Maybe it wow. Wasn't yeah, that's nice. I might not be remembering that right, but it was something ridiculous for normal. Yeah, Way better think, than we've seen yeah, in Heroic. We've seen anything that high yet in uh, at, at a normal. We've, I think 8.95 is probably the best that we've seen so far for something. Anyhow, what comes next? What's so the next one is the chronomatic uh, anomaly. Uh, this is like the 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 this or the, this, I call it the, ti- the the time warp guy. He's got the, oh, the so ads, bad. and then it's so fast, and then it's slow. <laughs> yeah, this fight I just find it kind of boring. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, eh, let's just get past this. Boring's the exact word. I don't even think there's any good loot on him, at least for me. Yeah, I don't recall it. I, you know, I'd have to go look again. But you know, when I look to where to spend my uh, 
coins or whatever you want to call them. Uh, I don't think he's one of them <laughs> that I look to 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 uh, right. use up a roll on. I you know save save him for Scorpion, yes, uh, but him no. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, other than the ad kind of spawning, you know, way across the room. <laughs> It's really not much to say about this one either. It's not too bad. I just and find like, it so painfully boring. What was it? There was a Wrath dungeon boss. Or not Wrath. Uh, what came after Wrath? Cataclysm. There was mm -hmm. a Cataclysm dungeon boss that did this, right? It was basically the same mechanics. Like wind would blow one way and you go really fast. And wind would blow the other way and you go really slow. Right. That was the one of the dragons. Uh, yeah. In... Uh, the oldum the, 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 and we would do it over and there. over and over because it had a a, a mount mount yeah, yeah it did have a mount anyway so they made a ray boss out of that dragon and it's still <laughs> boring especially so playing marksmanship on it which i think i've mostly done marksmanship on that boss and those cast times just take so long you're sitting there hoping the cast will finish sometime soon yeah i'm not a fan of this boss He's okay. The next one's kind of fun. The the Triliax. He's the the cake boss. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cake. Yeah. The cake is a liar boss. Mm. So I mean, yeah, that's just that's I think that's the only boss that's one hundred percent single target, right? I believe so. I mean, they're ads, but you don't DPS them at all. You just you yeah. kind of leave them alone yeah. and just keep them from eating the cake, and then they clean up the room, and it's it's pretty good. But he's fun. I liked him. It was it, it's it seems chaotic, but it's really really not that bad. It's it's pretty pretty easy to kind of mitigate everything that's that's happening in in the room. But and as you say, I think it's pretty much a pure single target at this point. So what do you do for that? I mean, uh, delirium. Are you survival or marksman? Which one do you use? Um, I've done, I think two as survival and two as so we've killed him four times. Two on normal and two on heroic now, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I think I've split it. It's uh, marksmanship's not very movement friendly, and as ranged, you really need to be eating cake constantly. I mean, not constantly, but every time the debuff falls off. Yep. So the uh, I probably as melee too, but I can uh, I can disengage out and harpoon back really quick. Whereas with marksmanship, I can you know you kind of got to wait for your cast to end and can't really hold up any burst mm -hmm. between that. You just lost time to movement. So. Um, I think I like survival better. I mean, you're moving around quite a bit of survival too. I probably I, that with survival, I guess, would be a little bit different, right? Because I mean, you know, the boss is being moved around the right. room, so you're yeah, kind of so chasing it. The tanks <laughs> are kind of kiting those whatever the puddles are that are on the ground, mm -hmm. and so you kind of chase it, and you know, it'll spend most of your time looking for a clean spot on the ground. Because I know I've heard complaints both ways that uh, some people are complaining that their tanks are kiting so fast that they can't keep hitting the boss. And other people are complaining that their tanks are kiting too slow, so there's no open space to stand on the ground. So I guess it's kind of either or. Yeah, <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, it's not too difficult on uh, either spec. I'm going to look to see who's ranking higher on that fight. Maybe that's the next step. And then, Bendek, what are you using for talents on this one? So what, what is your single, single uh, target? talent build look like for this um i pretty much just swap out uh blink strikes for bestial fury that's all i really change i still keep using dire stable um i guess you could use way of the cobra but 
I have the belt and I find the tire <laughs> stable really helpful for always getting an extra kill command. Mm-hmm. And then do you just use, do you use murder of crows on this one or? Uh, yeah. As well, yeah. Use murder of crows on, I think all but three fights. Yeah. Which is fine. And then do you use barrage at all or do you, t- I, I, I kind of, no. Tried it. I, I don't. I usually don't take it. I usually stick with volley for the for the just, AOE situation. Just does not work for BM. It's. I don't care how much they buff it. It's just okay if they buff it enough, it'll be worth it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when you're a beast of wrath, like your focus is so much better spent on kill commands yeah. and multi shots. Yep. Like it's not even a competition. Like barrage just hits for peanuts and compares it like it's nothing. And it's just you're spending like two and a half seconds of your buff time channeling plus using up all that focus it's just uh it just doesn't fit with at least with killer cobra Mm -hmm. maybe if you weren't using killer cobra then it'd be different yeah i agree so i i I, yeah volley seems to be my is my go-to choice for uh the aoe the only thing i don't like about volley is you know it toggles on and off and if you die it turns itself off and yeah i I, I made a week order for that and it just it just plays like the text volley on my screen. It takes up my entire screen. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Okay. So I don't forget to toggle it back on. Yeah, I need to do something because like, I've, I've done that plenty of times. I'll sit there like, oh, wait, something's not right here. And then you look down and I see volley. <laughs> it's not turned on. And it reminds me of the change they had done to uh, the trap launcher. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, so I don't know why. They, I, you know, it'd be nice if they would just do, you know, if you turn it on, you just keep it on. Uh, at this point, I'm not even sure why it's a toggle because mm-hmm. if you take that talent, why would you want to turn it off? Yeah, no, that's a good question. That's a great question because I can't. I, I don't know why you would want to to turn it off. I can't think of one one good reason. I mean, it, even in faster. single target, it's just extra damage. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth the three. It's, it's worth it that three focus. Yeah, so I'm not sure, but whatever. It's just uh, I think I use volley on. Scorperon, mm-hmm. um, Spellblade, and Tychondrius. That's usually I just use it on those three. Use a Murder Crows for the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we can talk about Spellblade. I guess that's the next one uh, that's usually up in the rotation Spellblade, Allurial. And so, um, Delirium, do you go Survival or do you go Marksman for her? Um, I went survival last time, though I think ranged is a little easier. Um, there's just the one mechanic where you have to stack with somebody who has to debuff or mm-hmm. or near somebody. Um, well, she's got I, like the frost, uh, whatever phase in the beginning where right. she'll pick a couple of players, yeah, and they have to kind of move out of the group, stay a little bit spread out, and then eventually come together uh, to remove your your debuff. And so. Uh, if you but do get that as melee, it's horrible. But yeah, I was going to say, did, I was just trying to say, does it uh, go? I, I've never paid attention to see how many of our melee folks get that. If it, yeah, it doesn't goes on go to melee or not. I don't believe it goes on them ever for the first time. But when it bounces, it can if you're the closest person to them or one of the close people to them. Mm-hmm. So I've accidentally got it when I disengaged out real quick and harpooned back in. And I've gotten it from that and then had to run back out and stand there not doing anything but throwing axes. It's not fun, but that was, I mean, because of a mistake, not because of how the de- fight's designed. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's the uh, big ring of ice where you either have to stay inside or stay outside. And so as melee, it's not too hard. You just stay in. You got to run forward, but <laughs> you don't have a cast time on anything, so no problem. Yeah, and I think the ring of ice must only be in uh, heroic. I don't think that's in normal. Oh, okay. If it is, yeah, I think I did normal killing her, and we're doing yeah. something wrong. So, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> although I'd say normal for the most part, I, I and maybe it's just because of the gear we have uh, coming out of Emerald Nightmare, but I don't think so because Emerald Nightmare normal felt this way too. They just feel like they tried to make it went out of the way to kind of undertune them a little bit and make them. Uh, a lot easier than uh, what I seem to remember for uh, Warlords of Draenor normal. I guess it depends on your group. Like, because a lot of people doing it are, we got tons of artifact traits, and mm-hmm. yeah. it, that's why we're plowing through it, I think. If you're more of a newer player or a really casual guild, it's probably more more of a realistic challenge, you know? Yeah, you're probably right. It just seems weird, you know. It's like at least, the, especially that first week we went in there, and there were there were some bosses that we just, you know, one shot right out of the gate. You know, it was just a one pull, one shot, and moved on <laughs> to the point where you didn't even really learn the fight uh, necessarily because it was over so quick, and you know, you just kind of <clears throat> did what you thought, you know, just reacted to things rather than you know execute a full blown strategy. And it just at least for I don't know our group is that's not the normal mode of operation for our for our team <laughs> so that's i i seem to wonder um and you know now we're getting towards the end and it's 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 a little bit more difficult for us uh like this last uh, three bosses there that we're getting ready to work on but uh who's next to Chondrius, which one he's the like the gatekeeper right that's that's who he is I believe he's the one that's got the blood ads and then summons a bunch of ads and you go into like the dream state. Oh, so right, think, right, yeah. yeah. He's got the four pillars you have to hide behind. Mm-hmm. Bat things or something. Yeah, bats. Lots of ads. Another good hunter fight. It is a lot of AoE, although things like um, tend to be spread out. At least I find for me, I don't know if you find this, like when those, really pay attention to when those, those blood spawn because they end up getting... At least we're sort of uh, the tank is picking them up and taking them away from the boss. I think they have to get um, separated from the boss. So I try and get on those really quick, at least with my pets. Otherwise, you know, if I miss that, <laughs> I just watch as the bloods go and then the pets take their time. Oh, yeah, yeah, as soon as those getting bloods spawn, those, mm-hmm. as soon as those blood spawn, just switch your pets to them right away and they'll yep. follow, follow the ads back. Yeah, so that's I'd say that's probably the trickiest thing I found with that. It's just just paying attention right when those blood spawn, and then just put the pets on them right away, and then it, then it's okay. Otherwise, you know, especially Hattie, she, yeah, just <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, and also when you go to that dream state, you kill the bats, and then there's the orbs that drop in the room that will give you a a damage buff, so which is pretty good. I usually try and get those because uh, the DPS is high enough. But uh, other than that, I mean, it is a little bit of a challenge. I mean, there's sort of a uh, if you don't get him down quick enough, you will get you can get overrun with ads. That seems to sort of be the the 
kind of enrage mechanic there. Although he does enrage. But, uh, you know, again, a fairly straightforward fight. And I forget which one. he. I know he dropped some tier gear, and I forget who else drops tier. I think uh, Triliax drops the cloak. Which is a good, yeah. which is which is a pretty good off off piece to have. Um, although I don't know about you guys, I've noticed that a lot of the POE drops in the dungeon are cloaks. Which oh really? Huh. Yeah, yeah. At least for I us, at least going going through normal when we get the epic drops, they they we've seen at least three different kinds of cloaks. Yeah, we have gotten a few pretty ridiculous eye level BOEs that we're selling off instead of mm -hmm. giving to people just to. Make some guild gold. Yeah, that's what we did here. We we'll see if anybody needs them, and they usually don't. And most people will pass on the cloaks because you know they know they'll right. replace it with the one from Chiliax if they get it. But yeah, we just thought it was funny. It's like, wait, why would they, <laughs> why would they make you know Boe drops cloaks when there's you know a tier one that almost everybody I think will want. There's a Boe belt as well. Yeah, that's one we've seen drop more often. Yeah, we saw the we saw the belt drop one time too. Um, so who's one of the other about uh, Croesus? Uh, yeah, I like him. I like that fight. That's a fun fight. It's a bridge boss. I mean, now do you you must go? Well, that's a good question. Do you go marksman for that, or do you go with melee and just pay attention to when he smashes the bridge and so, make sure you get the heck out of there? I've tried both. It's kind of dependent on what the needs of the guild are. Mm -hmm. So because of the uh, the way you soak the ads coming down mm -hmm. every once in a while, um, and if we have tanks that are trustworthy yeah so if your tanks don't slip st uh, stack on or what not stack but soak the uh, slams then it's real bad for mm -hmm. melee just not a good time otherwise it's easy on either one i think this one that's it's kind of up there with the uh first three bosses it's not one of the harder bosses in there no but when i, I off the top of my head remember what the mythic mechanic is yeah, and I don't know if there's anything different in heroic than normal. Normal, it's it's. I mean, in heroic, does he, you know, when he does that sort of uh, raises his hand and does like the little uh, fell blast or whatever yeah, you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, in normal, it's a set pattern. I don't know if it's like that with heroic. Oh, as well. I haven't noticed if it did, but he telegraphs it for so long that it's pretty easy to catch. Yeah. which way like, to go to. Right, I mean, in, in like in, at least in normal, he alternates. So if he's on the left, then you know the next one's going to be the right, no matter what. I didn't know oh, huh. if, they ran, if they randomize it in heroic. I, 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 I suspect they might, because otherwise, it's you don't even have to really. You just have to know where he went first, and then you can just shift over to the other right. side, and you're good to go. I think it always goes back and forth. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I never I think noticed. It, it's not really a. I wouldn't really call it a primary mechanic. It's more of like a background thing that you have to just keep in your head when you're doing the other mechanics because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's easy to like do something else and then forget about that you know well that's true that's true especially at the end of the fight uh when you're running out of space on the bridge and you know there's that just get that little you know smaller area to work with there's a lot more you have to pay attention to uh Especially with 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 the bat with blast and, and stuff like that 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 one person you know in the beginning that one one person I forget what it's called some sort of debuff that they get and they can get out of the way they can get pretty far back but right, the, the orb bridge, yeah the orb but as the bridge shrinks <laughs> it becomes harder to avoid that 
I don't know. The only thing I've noticed on the fight is there's some trash uh, before the boss, and if you don't dismiss your pet, uh, Addy and your pet, they'll they'll stand. They'll be standing way up on the ledge, just watching you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) not not do much in the way of damage. (laughs) Sometimes the pets, when he breaks the bridge, sometimes they kind of just derp out there for a bit. Mm -hmm. Eventually, they start attacking again, but it's a bit of a delay. (laughs) Yeah, the first. First uh, week, or first time we did this, our BM hunter, he uh, lost his pet to slam a couple times. I don't know if it was in the circle that it was soaking or how he lost mm-hmm. it, but it died like twice during the fight. That's was particularly that's odd and is bad when it happens to Hattie. I'm hoping that was just a bug and not a regular thing BM hunters have to worry about. Uh, I haven't noticed mine die, so hopefully, I don't know, maybe it was fixed. Yeah, I haven't had any issues with that either. Um, not not on this boss, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty straightforward boss. Um, mostly, I guess, mostly single target. Depending on you know if you can't soak those little uh, swirls that go on the ground, you might have an add or two to kill. But other than that, not too bad. And it drops the tier chest, I believe. So it's a nice, easy boss for for some easy tier. Yeah, I definitely go, even if you're going to be killing ads every once in a while, there'll be one or two. Mm-hmm. I still go full single target build. It's just not worth it to lose any single target to kill some ads with AoE. They're going to go down when your BM hunter hits them anyways. Uh, so one of the other bosses is the high botanist. Now, we haven't done uh, messed with him. We actually we were working on the... Uh, one at least I've listed after that the star auger uh, atrius I guess I don't I don't know what the uh, preferred order uh, as far as uh, tackling them in terms of difficulty is but that's that's what we chose to do and I guess we'll do the botanist next. Well, what are your thoughts on on the on the botanist? This is the first little hiccups we had where you had to start thinking, uh, you know, okay, we're actually back in progression rating now. We're not just uh, goofing off doing farming. Um, so like you have to actually do the mechanics, which the other ones you do too, I guess, but they're just a little simpler. And so here the, uh, I can't remember what the big problems were. I think I've gone SV on this a lot, which melee mechanics were a little simpler than, uh, um, ranged, but, but it's, it's just once you get down the, how to handle the ads, how to not make them multiply over and over and over, then it's a very easy fight. It's just you've got to get down that one mechanic, I think. I don't know, Bindak, how'd you guys do with it? Well, the first week on normal, it was actually, it was the hardest boss in the whole place. But uh, they nerfed it since then on normal. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize. Maybe that's why we had more trouble with it. Yeah, it was was harder than Gul'dan on normal anyway. But uh, yeah, it's, um, those, uh, the ads that spawned the, plants or whatever um i think their cooldown lines up pretty perfect like perfectly with binding shot so you can always cc those so it's that'd be really nice if you have the uh Cepha's ring um there's just a lot of stuff to avoid on the ground but it's not too bad as bm anyway um what else eventually the boss splits into two and then splits into three so you have a lot of opportunity to cleave. So actually, that's another boss that I probably use volley on sometimes too. 
just because for half the fight you're always hitting three targets. Yeah, it was definitely a good one for Butchery. Um, even though you don't have like a lot of huge ad packs, there's enough that if you can uh, get them down real quick. Or what are those orb things called? The big sun-looking orbs? Oh, you mean those orbs that I ignore because my pet takes forever to get there? <laughs> yeah, those, those ones. So as as survival, you can just chain out there or harpoon out there to them. And as soon as they die, you get your harpoon back. So you go to the next one. And it, I don't know, I've, I've found this on a lot of fights. I am the first melee to get to an ad, but I'm the last melee to get to like soaking or a, any other mechanic. If I can't harpoon to it, it takes me forever to get there. But if I can harpoon and there's an ad I can kill and then harpoon back, then I'm good to go and I'll be zipping around the place real fast. So, so places like this where there's low health ads that you need to just get down real quick, SV does really well. And then the boss after this, of course, is the Star Ogre uh, Atreus. Now, this is a fun fight. I like this this one. I like the room that you're in. <clears throat> Kind of like this. Oh, yeah, it looks cool. Observatory phases. Yes, yes. It took me a few pulls until somebody pointed out that that was happening and I had <laughs> completely missed it, forgotten to look up. And there it was, this cool stars going on. So, in that this first phase of this fight, I'm just curious how you guys decide to set up um, your raid. I mean, because I guess there's different ways you can approach this. Um, I mean, I guess the mechanic is what your tanks get this uh, debuff, basically, and then they, which they have to to clear. They start getting stacks, and then they and then they have to clear it by uh, kind of running into a group. I mean, we we sort of broke it up into like three different groups that seemed to work best for us, like rather than just sort of one one giant stacked group. I didn't know how you guys were handling that first phase. Uh, the first time we did, we did the three groups, and then the next time we just did, we just all stacked in one group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we still do three groups. I can't, I'm not sure why. It doesn't seem to matter much. Just IC ejection goes out to the edge, and, yep, or and try to get you know close to one area so the tank can clean it up. But meh, it's yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why we do a lot of mechanics. We do and just go with it. But overall, I mean, this is pretty much a straight uh, single-target fight until the very end. Although, even though they're, they're, you know, you get to add, it's more or less you're kind of focusing that that big big add down at the at the end. So it's it's feels very much like a a mainly single-target encounter at, at this point. Yeah, having the high Simple. burst priority like add is, I think, it's good for hunters to. It's a good one to practice on the, you know, getting your bursts lined up. As uh, for survival, it's particularly nice because we have quick access to a high burst single damage, uh, single target. <clears throat> and so just, you know, each each time we run through Mongo's, Mongoose Fury, it's, uh, you know, tons of single target damage. So it's pretty great. Well, and overall, how does the damage seem on to me to you guys on a, on a fight like this and i mean because <clears throat> you know when the patch launched or and and when the raid came out i mean we sort of talked about the hunter numbers and where they fell on the the charts and it was kind of depressing right <laughs> but when you get into some of these fights 
uh, you know, and you have to deal with actual mechanics. I, I, I think the outcomes uh, a little bit different. But but here's a fight that's more pure single target. So I mean, do you find yourselves lower than that? Is this this a fight that hurts hunters? You think or doesn't matter overall that much? Yeah, I don't know. Survival's pretty middle of the pack um, on both single target and AOE, unless you uh, play really well. And then it has a lot of, like, a very high ceiling. So a fight like this, if, I, if I'm if i on, then I do great. And if I'm not on, then I do, you know, I'm at the very bottom. Um, <laughs> I think with marksmanship, it's harder to, like, there's nothing you can kind of game to do really well. Mm-hmm. So I had more trouble on fights like this with marksmanship, with you know making myself, you know setting yourself free from the crowd. It's harder to do here. I know BM kind of has a couple ways to get up in this fight, right? I feel like I've seen our BM hunter do well a couple times on Star Ogre. Yeah, um, I mean it's it's single target, like it's not like BM's strength, but we're not terrible at it it's just uh i mean there's like i i was doing pretty well on it too like there was uh that's probably partially because of progression and i have no movement penalties but i find that uh when you start farming bosses other classes kind of go up a bit higher than bm than you would you know mm -hmm. they have they have more room to um you know pl improve by planning out their movements and stuff like that I mean, since the two buffs we got uh, compared to the beginning of the patch, we're definitely a lot better. Um, I think we're still on the lower end of the charts, like the overall charts, but it's not like a huge, big, as big of a discrep uh, disparity as it was. It's, it's still fairly... Like it's underplayed, right? There's not a huge representation in kind of the hardcore guilds. Is that true still? It's it's more. It's a bigger representation than there was in... Uh, Emerald Nightmare. Oh, okay. Like I'm looking at, I'm on Warcraft logs here, and in Heroic, there's 121,000 marksmanship parses and 75,000 beast mastery. How many survival? 3,300. 33 total. <laughs> That's not very many. Yeah, I imagine survival is just wow. low, and it has nothing to do with how much damage they do. It just has to be, you know, I think it's just more of a. Uh, most people that play Hunter do it, I think, because they want to be ranged and not, not melee. Yeah, and that's kind of getting off topic here, but that's definitely so the watching who the, the standouts are, like the names that you see at the top mm -hmm. of the survival rankings, are doing amazing damage. Like they're owning the place, but they're not names that I recognize like you used to see, like from, mm -hmm. you know, they used to play old ranged. I think, I don't know if this is always true. But I think a lot of them are new to the class because they came to play survival like melee, That's or they're, I don't, they're new to the game. Like, but I think a lot of the best players. There are some that there are definitely some up there that are doing really good rankings that played hunter before, but there are quite a few who are. It looks like they're new to the class in general. Yeah, and I mean, and we I, haven't. Y'all go ahead. I was going to say another thing that affects the beast mastery numbers is if. If you compare a Beast Mastery Hunter that has the good legendaries plus oh, yeah. set bonuses and compare it to one who doesn't, like it's a vast difference. So the the BM hunters who have the good legendaries and their set bonuses, they're right up there on the top, like competing with the best classes. But if you don't have those, 
that's when you're at the bottom. And that's yeah. BM. Yeah, that's why BM it it's lower than it looks. I mean, it it all depends on what items you have, which kind of sucks. But and that's kind of been the whole problem with this expansion. I think is this legendaries are so important for. And actually, I think survival might be the one exception, as there's no one legendary that that each legendary kind of changes your rotation, what's best a little bit. But there's no like you have to have this one or you can't play. So that's a, a nice change, but yeah, definitely for marksmanship and beast mastery, it's so important to have those in yeah. your and, and what did we say? Like the, the like the best ones for, for BM or whatever, or certainly the belt, right? That's probably it's most, the belt on the belts on the shoulders. And the shoulders is the only I couldn't yeah. think of I couldn't think of the other one. <clears throat> but I, I knew the belt for sure. I'd say that the shoulders is the best one and then the belt's mm -hmm. the next best. And then the the uh the ring and the boots are kind of just about equal value, mm -hmm. but they're well below. <laughs> and you have what? You have the boots. You have the boots and the belt, right? Uh, and yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty lucky, I guess. <laughs> so I'm probably, I don't know. My perspective might be a little skewed. Like I usually do pretty well, but I have mm -hmm. the belt. So I mean, if I didn't, I know I would be you know, 25, 30 K lower on most fights. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, not to get too far away from, from the raid discussion, but, uh, we were talking about legendaries. I think you, uh, Bendek in, in our, in our chat here, uh, that we, our Skype chat linked a site that sort of helped calculate when you were next due to get a legendary. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how accurate oh, yeah. it's proven to be. So it was like, completely accurate for me. So, all of my tunes. It's um, it's. I guess there is a, a group of people who. They data mined a lot of armory stuff and looked at how many legendaries people had, compared to how many mythic plus clears they had mm -hmm. and raid raid boss kills and all that, and they came up with like a, general idea of, how much those affect your bad luck protection. And I don't know, they turned it into like a spreadsheet that can sort of guesstimate when you might get your next one. And for most people, it seems to be reasonably accurate. Yeah, yeah I mean, for, I me, it, for me, it was. Yeah. Um, I have two legendaries and, you know, that's what it suggests that I have. I, I, I you know, I don't think it's going to be 100 percent, but it sounds like it's pretty, pretty good. I know there's a, uh, I have another hunter in the guild. I popped him in there just to curious to see. Because he's only had the one legendary, and yet I, I'm pretty sure you know this thing goes by uh, what they call kill points, and he's got a lot more kill points than than I do. Huh. Yet, yet he's only got one legendary. So I can say it's not a hundred percent, but yeah. But I think it sounds like it's yeah. Pretty, I mean, it's definitely good, average. Though. So there should be just as many people with more as there are with less. Well, mm -hmm. I can tell you that um, I popped my mage in there, which I got to 110 after the 715 changes where you could buy the um, 1 to 20 book for artifact knowledge. Right. And uh, it suggested I had as many kill points as my hunter, which has what I, which I've been playing oh. since the start. So mm -hmm. um, definitely not correct for that. It suggested I was supposed to be close to two legendaries. I have yet to have one on my mage so far so I don't, I don't know maybe it doesn't take that part i mean i'm guessing it takes oh, artifact knowledge into account and buying that one to 20 book probably skips a lot of the kill points 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not even sure if it factors that in or not. I thought it just went off like boss kills and dungeon kill, dungeon clears and stuff, but who knows? Yeah, I think that's what it looked like because um, I don't know. There was also like a thread on it over at MMO Champion, which sort of looked at some of the things it looked like, and I think it was primarily like your mythic cash kind of stuff. You know what you're and um, as you say, boss kills and focusing on, on things like that. And I, and I assume there are other things, though, that, that factor into um, your bad luck protection, so to speak, and when you, might, when, you get the, when you might get another legendary or just a legendary. But Yeah, plus you can just get lucky. Like, mm-hmm. that thing might say, like, I know people in my guild who the, that tool would say they, they should have had three legendaries, but they have five, so yeah. just because they got lucky. Yeah, and set back someone in the chat room, CM Knights, is saying uh, the site says he should have four, but he, he says he's got five. So, yeah, it looks like, like you said, you can't. Sounds like you get very lucky out there. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. I'd like five, please. Mm-hmm. I'd really like those shoulders, but I mean, yes. I feel kind of uh, greedy since uh, I have the belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our Grand Magistrix. Elisanda has a uh, chance to drop a legendary. See yes. how I pulled that back around? I, I uh, did. You did pull uh, that back around. I was going to go there next, and it would not have been as uh, it would the segue would not have been as good. <laughs> yeah, oh, now sure I haven't seen. I, yeah, these last two fights I haven't seen. I've just seen like the the Gul'dan's kill cinematic. That's it. That's it. But uh, so how 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 is the Grand Magistrix? Obviously, in Mythic, it seems to be kicking everybody's butt at the moment. But I don't know about heroic and uh, normal. So, um, how about you, Bendek? What have what have your thoughts on that fight? Um, I I don't know. It's it's one of those fights because I only did it on normal so far, and it just mm-hmm. feels kind of glossed over. And like like the mechanics, I don't even remember them. All I remember is standing in the red bubble to get more haste. Right. So this <laughs> is why there's a. a- pink or red, I guess whatever you want to call it, bubble and a blue bubble. Or I guess there's there's a pink and a blue ad and you kill them and a big bubble right. comes up and one makes you slow and one makes you fast. And you can get, I think, two fast buffs per duration that the pink bubble is up, in normal at least. Uh, you can't remember if that's true in Iraq also. But yeah, so it's fun to be able to get this huge haste and movement speed, I think, bonus. Um, but uh, it's a long fight, depending on your DPS, of course. But you have to repeat it three times with a uh, a little bit different. So so you get her down to ten percent, and then she turns back time, and you do the whole fight over again with slightly different mechanics, and and then you get her to ten percent, and she turns back time again, and you yeah, do it one more good, time. It's, it's, a, it's at least like eight or nine minutes, or ten minutes yep. even. Yeah, I think we were at eight and a half minutes on our kill. Uh, yeah, it, it was a long fight. Uh, I do think the, uh, the first one's a little, or at least for, I don't know, for, for bad RNG, the first phase was a little harder than the second couple phases, um, the second or third phase, because there's every once in a while you get this ring of things. Uh, I can't remember what the mechanic's called in the slide. Arc kinetic ring. Is yeah. that right? And so it, those rings come in and they do a ton of damage unless you uh, avoid them. And every once in a while, she'd just be standing in a weird place to make it really hard to 
avoid them. I don't know how to explain it unless you've seen the fight, but uh, you'll all see it, I assume, when you get to it, if you haven't already. I guess it's easier for range because you just got to stand near a slow bubble. Right. Yeah. And just every once in a while, she'll be standing really near to one. And so it, it'll uh, kind of arc around the bubble. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it'll never get to it. So just every once in a while, you'll think you're having a really good pull and then half the raid dies. But that goes away eventually. So I found that to be the more annoying mechanic of the different three phases. So. Which is good because on that long of a fight, it is not fun to, you know, wipe it eight minutes in. Yeah, it's more fun to be get near the end and you're kind of in the home stretch and it's mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen. But speaking of dying at the very end, <clears throat> fire eyes. Uh, <laughs> next. Yeah, how is now? How is this fight? I mean, obviously it's the final boss in the in the raid, so usually these are typically. Longer fights, multi-phase fights that are designed to, you know, as you say, just make you cry when you <laughs> get them down to under 10% and then wipe. I mean, yeah, I, so really most, like, I like yeah, this fight a, a lot. Fight. Yeah. I think most of the mechanics are very doable. You just have to have everybody on the team be team players because you're going to lose a little bit of DPS, like um, all of the bonds. There's a bonds of fell and bonds of fire. You know, you've got to have people actually stop what they're doing and go out and stand on them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have team, you know, a raid that's good team players, like I would think this would be miserable to pug, where everybody's just not paying attention to what other people are doing, just doing their own thing. But it's not too bad when the uh, when you have you know a good raid team. The uh, I yeah fire eyes kill you very quickly if you don't kill them first. Mm-hmm. And they come at the very end of the fight, so it's a, you know, you go all the way in and then it's over quickly. But I think once you get that down, that's kind of the whole fight on Heroic and Normal. There's not a lot else to mess up. I assume there's another phase that nobody's seen yet on Mythic. Uh, was there anything else difficult on this one? I can't remember any tricks either for Hunters. Not really. Um, I didn't. I, I thought it worked pretty well for BM hunters. Um, the only thing that sucks is when you have to go soak one of those things and it's out of range. But at least you can still kill command from back there. <laughs> right. Right. Um, you can also you could uh, solo soak one of those too if if it happened to you. Yeah, we have. We ran into problem. All our tanks wanted to solo soak them, but nobody would notice who it was or if they were going to solo soak them again. So one person would run out and then get killed because he was the only one soaking. Yeah, you so just I have assume, to call out. Yeah, you got to communicate well. But <laughs> we ran into problems trying to figure out who was going to solo soak and who needed mm-hmm. a group of four or five people or who needed two or three. Or then you get the demon hunters who get put put in one and then they immediately fell rush out of it. <laughs> oh, demon hunters! Yeah, I've, I ran into problems a few times where I would go to stack, thinking, you know, okay, I'm at about fifty percent health, sixty percent health. If we get four or five people, I'm fine. I can help soak this. But they would run out when we had three people, and then I just keel over. And then there's the the DPS buff uh, extra action button you oh, get. Oh, right, yeah, that haste buff. 
Yeah, and you want to use that. I forget what the ability is called, but he casts like this fireball um, ability that hits the whole raid. And right after that is when you want to use the ability mm-hmm. because yeah. fire da- fire damage fire. removes it. Yeah. And then you yeah. should usually be able to benefit from the full buff every time. And if you if you if you like get full benefit from that, like you're really gonna do well on the fight. And both uh, BM and survival benefit tons from haste. Marksmanship benefits well from it, but it's definitely mm-hmm. not the best stat. I don't know how much DPS increase are you seeing when it's used well, Bindak? Uh Quite a bit. I mean, difference between a, like when I when I first started using it, I was just kind of experimenting, and I would lose it right away because the fireball, but. Uh, I mean, it's Gul'dan's a pretty long fight too, right? It's like eight minutes or something. Uh, it was still my DPS was still pretty high for a long fight, which is like unusual. Like I think it was like 550k for a long fight, which is pretty good for BM. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. It's uh, it's in Isaac Phase One where the ads come out. Um, and you kind of get down one at a time, but can kind of cleave through them also. You can stack them up. I can't remember what the different ads are called. The Inquisitor uh, or something. At the, at the start? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's like there's three big ads at the start, and then you fight Gul'dan. And then he spawns those eyes throughout the fight. Um, usually there there's at least two or three of them close together, so you can cleave those two. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not a bad fight for hunters. I don't know what the... It seems like we used to have tons of like little tricks where you could skip a mechanic or you could you know disengage over something and it wouldn't damage you. Or we could use, as, uh, not aspects of the turtle, but deterrence, whatever we had before, because we had those two charges and it was great. But now there's not really many tricks. Like it's just EDPS, you do the mechanics the same way everybody else does. I keep wanting yeah. to think of neat little, you know, ways to kind of hack the game, but there's nothing. Because when you don't have two charges or short cooldown, it's uh, you kind of have to save it as like an emergency button. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of fights in here where you can soak something with Aspect of the Turtle. What's a? Uh, oh, we just talked about the lady who repeats over and over. Yeah. Uh, three times. What's it? Whatever her name. There's. Some yeah, stuff you can soak yeah. in um, little pools that you can soak with turtle up. and I don't know. There's I little guess you things could, you can do. You could soak Other people souls. can do them better. I guess you could soak the souls on Gul'dan oh, right. turtle. Yeah. Right, right. And you can, I saw our, B, I didn't try this much, but our BM hunter would just run in for a second and then run back out. I'm not sure how much that helps, but seemed to. Yeah, I don't. I see. I don't know how long you have to stand in there to remove one of the souls, or I don't know even know. I guess you just have to because there's no really way to count them instead of without looking at the actual graphics spinning around, yeah. right? How did I know? Well, that's, I guess, Nighthold in a sort of a nutshell. Uh, look forward to seeing how the race for world first uh, plays out. And I'm, you know, obviously rooting for for Method, but I can't wait to get Roger back on and. and and, and kind of get his thoughts and his experience uh, going through there. Um, 
And I saw some of the people talking about him in the in the chat room. So it sounds like maybe he's uh, running primarily as marksmanship. Um, I know when we last talked to him, he was looking to kind of bounce back and forth a little bit between beast mastery and marksmanship. So I'd be curious to see how uh, if if he's indeed doing marksmanship mostly. You know what kind of got him to settle on that versus you know leaning more towards beast mastery. Possible, he just didn't get any good legendaries for Beast Mastery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so just... sad. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what right the now. chat room said. Is he got a an MM piece drop? So, um, well, he already had the belts and the boots, which are best. Right, yeah, for yeah, MM. the two best. Mm -hmm. for MM. He did. And, he did uh, have the two best. Yeah. And why I am definitely rooting for our friend. The uh, it is nice to see there are. You know, mo more than just Method and Paragon, which for a long time it was just Method and Paragon. So it's nice to see a bunch of guilds at eight of ten or four guilds. That's a yeah. I said there's four, good. eight of ten, and then and a whole bunch more that are seven of ten. Seven, now. right? Yeah. So you got almost the whole top ten are at seven of ten, or yes. at least seven of ten. Yeah, I think the yeah, it's more than that. I mean, I think like the top twenty guilds. I think there are at least 20 that are 7 of 10. More than that, 25, I guess. Yeah, the top, wow. top, 20, yeah, the top 25 guilds are, are 7 of 10 uh, mythic right now. I'm sure we'll hit 7 of 10 tonight. You know, yeah, after there we you cover go. it then. <laughs> well, based on the, yeah, I mean, yeah. Why not, right? Now that I've had this talk with you two about, you know, all the fights, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, so you'd be switching to BM, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. That we convinced you. Spam that beast cleave. Yeah. I've uh I've <laughs> I can't remember what my beast mastery weapon's at. I haven't played it at all. So I think I'm at three golden traits, but nothing about you on that. I don't have the paragon trait at all. So maybe not doing BM yet. Cool. All right. Well, I think we're it's after five here, so why don't we just go ahead and wrap this one up? Uh, there is it. We did get an email, but maybe we'll talk about that one next week. <laughs> it was about survival, and you know, I wouldn't want to make this. I, you know, I wouldn't want this. You know, person to think uh, I don't want to call him a liar here because he's <laughs> sort of complaining that uh, we don't talk enough about survival. So you know, like I said, I don't want to call him a liar. So <laughs> I'm bringing it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna represent just for uh, Riley. It is it is it's funny. So yeah, well, we should do it. We should dedicate. We'll, well, obviously, know that you're playing survival. I think we'll definitely dedicate a little bit more time to to discussing that. And who knows? Maybe I'll even go get my legendary here, or not my <laughs> legendary, here, my artifact. artifact. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'll, have got go, I'll have to go get that uh, cheap green one or whatever, at least to start with. That you know, you, have, huh. you can buy from your order hall. Is that where it is? I think yeah. <laughs> It's worth it to get the legend or the artifact just so the uh, Torrens, the Moose Torren, treat you so well. They mm -hmm. speak of you with such respect once you get it. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah. Although I do like that harpoon. I like the look of that harpoon ability. That does look like fun to kind of yeah. just. Now that they've brought back Disengage for survival, it's a it's a fun spec. I really want misdirection now. Mm. And after that, I'm gonna want Trank Shot back for everybody. But <laughs> once we get those, it'll be a perfect. Yeah, one step at a time. So. Well, there's one other important thing to mention since our schedule is every two weeks. 
because uh, Tuesday the Kieran Tour Tavern Crawl begins, and we cannot let the mages out drink us, guys. It just mm-hmm. can't happen. Okay. Is this real beer or virtual beer? I'm not really sure. It's there's not really a lot of information about this mini holiday. Apparently, I guess a bunch of mages go from bar to bar, and <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, we'll represent. I haven't even heard of this one yet, so I'll no, me there. So that's funny. That starts right. this coming Tuesday. Yes, thirty first. Oh, cool. All right, I'll look I'll forward to, go to check it out. Weekend. All right. Well, you have been listening to episode 253 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Ben Dak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Ben Dak Wow on Twitter. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS, RSS feed to your reader, and we'll have these links available in the show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod (laughs) unless it's survival. (laughs) All right. Stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. Keep your eyes on the beast. Dark lady, watch over you. All right. So now that the show's over, let's talk about survival. Oh.